What's up, everyone? It's the Bumcast. I am your host, HBAC, the head bum in charge, along with Baloney and Dougie Freshness, back from his unauthorized, overused PTO. Dougie, welcome back. Thank you, thank you. Good to be back. Uh, I do have some bad news. I only have one more vacation day left in my yeah. slew for this year. The fuck out of but, here. Are you uh, really going on vacation again? I would not be surprised. No, 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 no. I only have one day left um, for the rest of the year, but uh, January 1st, a whole new slew of vacation. So I'm ready to go again. <laughs> not not, he, I, not from maybe your employer, but not from your secondary employer here who, who, who's capping you at two weeks next year. I will say, Dougie, you came on screen pre show and. Uh, I'm jealous of this cookie crisp tan. You look delightful. You said like you said Hogan no no tan lines either, right? You're, it's nips no, to tips, right? Nothing, whole thing. Woo! There we go. Oh man, we got we just might get NC seventeen rating on that one right now. <laughs> Love it. We're showing nips early on the um, podcast. Uh, press with the comment. No, Johnny, he is on um, his extended. PTO. Apparently, everyone just can take as many days as they want now. So, uh, Johnny, Johnny will be back uh, next year. We'll be back. Johnny will be year. back. Yeah, next year, 2024 is the next time you'll see the mustachioed man. Yeah. So, uh, Dougie, yeah, looking, uh, showing the titties early. Cong- uh, you're looking good with the tan. Uh, rocking a Maui Brewing Company. So, apparently, we got a new sponsor. Is Maui Brewing uh, sponsoring us now, or they will be soon? <laughs> hey, until then, it. we'll just start drinking everything that we can, and hopefully one of them sticks. That'd be nice. I've never had a Maui beer before, but um, if they give us money, I'll gladly simp for them. So, yeah, Maui's actually pretty decent. They uh, they got some pretty good stuff. So, so so where'd you go? Give it, give us a rundown for <clears throat> your. So, uh, started off in Miami. So did a few days in Miami. Tore it up down there, and then. Uh, Hopped on a cruise and went to the Dominican Republic, went to the Bahamas, St. Thomas, and um, Tortola, which is the uh, British Virgin Islands. So, okay. Did you scout any baseball players for us? Yeah. Down in the DR, man. Did you find a new, some new talent? You know what? It's funny you guys say that. Um, I was drunk the entire time. So, uh, <laughs> so kind I, of like I how the Sox got scouts. No different. Scouts. Scouts no different than the White Sox scouts. Beautiful. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I there were at points where I was on a bus and I saw things that looked like people playing baseball, but it was either the bus was going super fast or my brain was just like that. So I don't. We're know. both. Yeah. So, so, so how were the beers like down? Uh, I'm apparently a lot of light beers. Nothing literally too much uh, high high ABV. Believe it or not, they actually nothing, no stouts or anything like that. But um, a lot of IPAs this time that I've noticed. Um, there was actually one that uh, I'm going to be doing a little fat uh, flash beer review. Uh, I'm going to be uploading that one. It was a mango tropical IPA. Holy shit, that thing was awesome from St. Thomas. Ugh, it was awesome. If that thing was at the park, that would be like the perfect summer baseball beer. It doesn't doesn't hurt like an IPA. It doesn't. It's fucking great. It was really good. All right, so I'm going to call you out a little bit, Dougie, just because mm-hmm. you just took a swig. You are a yep. resident beer guy. You try all the different yep. beers, some with coconut, some with fruits that I mm-hmm. don't even know how to pronounce. And you get back yep. home, 
and you go for a great tasting, less filling Miller Lite, huh? Yes. Um, just to get back back to neutral or what? So what? Yeah, that's that's just for hydration. I'm not I'm not trying to. <laughs> I'm, I'm, yeah, you know, it, that's just to, you know, let the liver know, hey, we're going to ease back into this big boy, you know, just, <laughs> you know, perfect. That, that's all it is. That's all it is. Don't worry. So I you still, gonna... got, uh, still got my little whiskey over here. There you go. Hell yeah. Um, so you, you're going to do the beer review. Did you get your yeah. Bourbon County Stout box? I did. Yeah. Okay. So awesome. Because having... I, I was going to say, I, I was going to leave the reviewing up to you. You asked me, I, sampled them on black friday and you said post a review i said nope that's i'm not gonna take your 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 shtick you're the beer guy so i want you to do the stout reviews and i'm been i'm patiently waiting for your take on the goose islands all right i like how we have this on-running shtick of like dougie's pto and no days off and no time off and you know all this stuff but you're literally backlogging him with work on his vacation like a real job He's getting back to his group. He's getting back to the bumcats, and you giving him a list of shit to do. Like you got to catch up on this shit. Well, I, I I can give him my my. I didn't try all of them. Like I have the I got the Eagle Rare, and I got the Angels Envy one. But those are Christmas ones. Those are Christmas Eve, Christmas Day. I saved those. Those are forty bucks a bottle, man. Like I'm not uh, I'm not just cracking those on a random Tuesday night. Like those are special occasion ones. But the the regular Goose Island line, those could be like pretty much almost any time drinkers but i'm just curious on dougie's take on those on the, on the other four that i got to try yeah no I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to doing that uh and by the way you guys can backlog me with beer tasting all you want if i <laughs> if i showed back up at if i showed up back at work and they were like hey listen we've got these beers that you need you to try i would be like oh geez again fuck dude i'm all over it i can't wait Luke, I w- Johnny's I w- not dead. He- Johnny's not dead. He's on sabbatical. Yeah, like I said, he'll he's on va- he's on extended vacation. He'll be back. Um, so yeah, I uh, I like the proprietors one the best, and I think my least favorite was the backyard. Okay, I- Bananas Foster See, was also up there too. I've heard a lot of mix. It's all over the charts. All over the charts. Um, everything that I'm hearing is the Eagle Rear is the top dog, but. Uh, Everything after that is in a real jumble of whose taste you want to trust. So I can't wait to judge it myself. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Like, they, they always release them on Black Friday, and they used to always have, like, the insane amount of people lining up, you know, 6 a.m., 7 a.m., doors open, grabbing them off the shelf, same day. Now you, I go into Binnie's last week, and there's, like, cases and cases of, like, the whole packs and, like, even the individual bottles. Like, they're not as hot as in the streets as they used to be. Um, maybe they got a little gimmicky with some of their stuff, but uh, it's definitely something that you don't have to, like, rush to get anymore on Black Friday. Yeah, it, it's really – it's been downtrending over the last couple of years. I'm not going to say it was uh, the moment that they knocked off the 108 guys – or took away the goose from us, but maybe Stuff's, things are hey, happening. Hey, karma, karma's, you know, karma's man. Yeah, where's you the know, Venn diagram? Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think, I think also too is the the market on the beer, especially stouts and barrel aged stouts, has gotten so big in Chicago. Revolution kind of passed up Goose Island years ago yeah. in my mind with their stuff. So, um, yeah, you know, in their in their they like they come in four packs. Whereas Goose Island's straight, you know, straight one bottles and everything like that, Merch, m- mutually parted ways. My fault. My fault. Yeah, we don't. We but, don't. Uh, they, they still. The goose was still taken away from us. It's true. Yes, it was. 
And that's when the Sox decided that we're going to go for shit anyways, too. So, um, yeah. Uh, I had I had a quiet weekend. Just had a birthday dinner on on Friday. Nothing uh, too elaborate, and I stayed home, recuperated most of the week. But Peter, did you have a good weekend? I did. I don't remember anything I did. I think I stayed home all weekend. I was Look supposed to put up Christmas lights, and then it rained on Sunday, so I still don't have my Christmas lights up. Everyone else in the neighborhood has their lights up. I might not do it until next weekend. Who knows? I'm uh I might have them up for two weeks, and that's it. Saves on the electricity, so it's good. Yeah. Well, Dougie, happy to have you back. Um, Thank you. Happy to be back. So, I want to—I I told you guys uh, pre-show. I want to start off with a a question. You know, we usually do our question of the weeks later on in the show, but I want to start one off coming in hot. Uh, it's it's a sports-related one. So, I don't know if I asked this one before. I don't think I have, but come end of September or end of uh, summer, actually, so August-ish. Um, I really checked out from the White Sox. You know, they were, I was just, I mentally couldn't say. do it. Yeah, I know. I know. You know, we, we, we talked a lot of White Sox beginning of the season. And then we kind of just, once bear season started, we kind of just flowed into football season because we needed to fo- something to focus. Bears are, st- are shit anyways, but um, it was, it was that the, uh, the uh, trading camp was fun while it lasted, you know, all the, all the hype we had. So I, I was really happy not listening to Pedro Grafal on a regular basis. And then it was replaced by, you know, Matt Eberflus and his fucking word salad. So both of them fucking suck. And my question to you is who could you tolerate more in a 30 minute press conference? Eberflus or Grafal? Damn. All right. So, uh, you text us earlier today, and I was luckily in the office when you text us saying that Pedro's going to have a presser at three, like if anyone can watch it. So I was like, I'm at the office. I'm going to watch it. I watched it. I, I don't know what I watched. He says nothing. And it's the same thing with Eberflus. It, it, it's, it's like pulling hairs. I'm going to say Pedro only because I think there's some quotes you could pull out of him that you could either manipulate or like he just sounds... He sounds more of like a buffoon than Eberflus. Eberflus is just dumb, like dumb, but like it makes no sense. Like he's not saying anything at all. And maybe I'm not saying anything at all because right now you ask me a question and I don't know. I'm just filibustering. I don't know how to answer this. So that makes three of us. Word, so word salaring me, it. I'm word salaring. I'm trying to figure out a take on the fly and it's not working. So fuck both those guys and fuck my take too. Dougie, you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm gonna go with Iberflus. Uh, only the reason why is because, like, sometimes, and I'll just tell you, this is probably just like my like can't fucking pay attention to shit. I just get like lost in his like gap tooth, and like when he's talking, like sometimes I just like I stare at it, and then I start not even listening to what the fuck he's saying, and I start thinking of my own questions. You know, like like damn, like, you got that much money, why didn't you get braces or something like that, you know? But then again, you got guys like Michael Strahan who fucking made a living off of that shit, you know? But, see, now here I am talking about nothing, but yeah, I I think (laughs) I can fucking just, yeah, I can just kind of go in my own zone, get out of here with it. Yeah, I I try to listen, you know, like, so they on Bears and, and like ESPN radio on Mondays, though, stream Eberflus's press conference. And then later in the afternoon, he goes on Waddle and Sylvie and has like his weekly segments. So there's like literally like an hour of Eberflus like every Monday. 
And I after after like 15 minutes, I have to shut him off because like his answers are fucking just atrocious. His his always right, and we're gonna correct that. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get that right. You know all of his his you know Eberflus isms. Um, but then when seeing like all the Grafal quotes and hearing his his you know his clips, I was just like, oh my god, yeah, I forgot how much that guy's a fucking you know idiot when he's when he's talking and not only is he a, he's a big fucking kiss ass but it's basically just like lying to fans i mean like i think like eberflus is more lying to himself a lot of the he's times in de- he's in where, denial yeah where grafal is just blatantly de- like lying to the fans and sa- and saying like shit that we all know everyone knows is wildly inaccurate and you know we got the uh, we got some of the I'm going to pull up some of the quotes here um, from the first day of winter meetings. And obviously nothing really happened. Um, a lot of the rumors of Cease getting traded. Not yet. So we'll see. Uh, the first one, though, is not about uh, Cease or any Urgrafal yet. I want to start with this one um, from Gets on uh, Lubab. Um of trading Louis Robert Jr. Uh, he's a very difficult player to move and expect that your club is going to get better because of it. I have a tough time seeing him wearing another uniform next year. Okay. Yeah. I, I, I think we all agree. Um, someone you, someone you build around, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to move him. Um, but there's an easy way to get better. And that's, you know, signing free agents and drafting well, but, uh, we all, we all saw that, uh, you know, from Reinsdorf that, Obviously, he already said no Atani. Um, <laughs> well, like, yeah. That was, yeah, I know, but that was, but yes. that was, you know, he said that in, in beginning of September. <laughs> um, and then apparently he put the kibosh on Blake Snell. He uh, put the kibosh on the the two um, uh, Japanese guys who got posted today. Like they're not going to be going after him. Um, there's there's a lot that gets can't do, and you know, but what he can do is spend, you know, get a one year cheap deal for Paul Ding Dong. Uh, that's okay. But um, yeah, so there's not going to be a lot of moves on that. So um, I'm happy to say that I'm happy to hear that at least Getz is saying that Lou Bob's going to be difficult to move because the package would the ask would be monumental for him. Yeah, I mean, it'd be tough. I don't think if anyone is in position besides maybe like the Dodgers or someone and they don't need Lou Bob. Um, But I took it the other way. Like I I, I took it the way Brian S is saying, like, I'm listening if you have something like the likelihood that it, it's not going to happen but all of these winter meetings whenever someone goes on the microphone it's all smoke and mirrors you know they're saying one thing meaning the other you know they're talking out of both sides of their mouth so you got to take everything with a grain of salt um do i believe Lu- luis is going to get moved this season no i don't i just don't think they're going to pull the trigger on that but i do think everything everyone else is on on the table yeah um good good no, I was just going to say, you know, what I would also like to know is like how many of these like deals are getting hammered out at the bar, you know, like in the evening time, you know, everybody, they're sitting around having a cocktail or two, you know, like, you know, like our deals happening then, you know, like I'd love to hear like some, some like tell all type shit like, Hey, yeah, I was drunk when I traded him. I fucked <laughs> up, you know, something like that. You know, the other thing is too, is, you know, we've got 
there's quite a few people that, you know, we talk with and stuff that are down there. I know Josh Nelson's down there and then some of the CHGO guys are down there. Yeah. I want to, I want to, I want to have them ask, you know, a couple questions like a for Grafal. I want to know, has he been back to the Maxwell street depot since his first visit? <laughs> you know, and, you know, cause I think that that was all bullshit. I don't think he goes there on the rag, you know, like he got introduced to, you know, a staple of Chicago. I want to know how often he's going there. That's a shit that if my team's going to suck, I at least want hard hitting shit like that. You know, you know, yeah. and now, now that you're talking Dougie and, and you're right, you know, after the meeting, after like dinner hours, everyone's at a bar, everyone's at the hotel bar meeting and things like that. We yeah. fucked up. Johnny's on vacation. We should have sent him to the winter meetings. Johnny's never met a bar he doesn't like. So we could have <laughs> sent him down there, parked him. He could have got all the scoops. Johnny makes friends with everyone. And with the mustache, he probably mustache. just look like a scout. People probably think like he's either a beat reporter or he's a scout. Like that would like be Vinny. Johnny could just like blend in incognito. He got nice suits, like, like Vinny Duber's little brother or something. Yeah, get like a fake <laughs> press pad. Like, no, it looked like well, what's his name? Uh, uh, the fucking uh, coach from the Mets that got kicked out of the game and then came back with the mustache <laughs> in the dugout. Uh, damn it, what was his name? Fucking Bobby Valentine. Bobby Valentine. Yeah. Pops right back into the fucking thing. Hey, he's over there having a couple drinks. Like, Johnny has, like, the nice custom tailored suits, man, that he wore for, like, his art shows. Like, he can just wear one of those, walk right in, and he's going to blend right in. No one's going to question him. All right. Next year, we're sending him to the winter meetings. City Johnny. (laughs) Um, All right. So here's some more uh, gets stuff. Um. This one from Scott Merkin uh, gets at the open of his answer on the need for more starting pitching. It's certainly an area that still needs to be addressed, whether it be Dylan or not. Yeah, you can sign free. I don't think they know that they can sign free agent pitchers. I think they they're in their little fucking heads that you can only acquire starting pitching via trade. I don't, I mean, okay. Yes. They signed Keiko and they signed Clevenger, but those look, Oh my God, those were so fucking horrible. You can build around Dylan Cease and sign starting pitching. Obviously, it doesn't seem like they have any faith in any of their guys in the minors right now if they're going to be looking and acquiring starting pitching. But um, at just that, that quote right there just kind of irked the fuck out of me just because it that, that that's the biggest area of need right now. And I love how you're, you're taking good. all of these quotes at face value. I love it because because obviously somebody has to. Go on, I saw, I'm going full I, meathead today, dude. Full I, meathead. No, go, let Jason cook. I'm I'm down for that because I saw this and I'm like, yeah, of course everyone knows they need starting pitching. But I this quote, I look at it and be like, oh yeah, Cease is. We knew Cease is on the table. Cease is definitely on the table because when you yeah. whether it be Dylan or not, it's like, oh yeah, they're they're shopping them hard. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just it's just, obviously it's going to be a bidding war, you know. But I'm, my point is, like, you can build around Cease. You know, you still don't know what you have in Kopech. That's not much. That's just, I, I'm, yeah. I, you guys, I've, I've been, I've been out on him for a little while now. No, I, I think, I think most of us have. Um, you know, and obviously Lynn fell off the cliff last year, but um, you can build around Cease and just get guys. Like, obviously, they're not going to go for, like I said me- earlier, mentioned a few minutes ago, they're not going to go for Blake Snell. It would be nice. And I didn't I didn't really look yet on who's available, like, top free agents. Because the reason why I haven't looked at who's available in the free agent market is because I know they're not going to be signing any of those top guys. 
So what's the point in getting my hope? I, I feel like this ever happens every year as Sox fans. We winter meetings come along, we all get our hopes up, and then it's we get stuck with you know fucking like the C and D tier free agents, you know. And oh, so I don't even like getting I don't even like getting my hopes up anymore. Like oh, like who's the top who's the top two free agent pitchers on the market? Like who cares? We're not getting them. So I, I haven't even, like I said, to be honest, I haven't even looked in who's available. I'll just see what the Sox get and then read the, you know, like scouting reports on it and give my assessment then. Tuki Toussaint, baby. Just deal with it. That's my guy now. The other thing that we got going against us, too, is in not only just not being able to sign people monetarily, you know, wise, we also are such a big train wreck that people got to want to come here, even if we put the money in front of their face. And very, that's a fucking huge point. problem right now. I mean, you got starting pitcher number five who said, fuck it, I don't want to be here anymore. Like, you know, and he had, he essentially could have been like our number two next year. But he was like, nah, I'm out of here. And he's got his own baggage. So, yeah, who knows? Yeah, you know, at this point, I'm not in the mindset of signing signing players because I mean, the White Sox, whether you want to believe it or not, because I, I feel like, you know, rebuild is you cannot say rebuild in the White Sox organization. That that word is out the window. But that's what they're doing. And, and I'm fully on board for the rebuild right now. Like that, the, the writing's on the wall. So, yeah, rebuild 3.0, right? Um, well, Brian had the comment, they're tanking. Why would they spend money? No, according to them, they're retooling. It's yeah. been very. They they can they can contend like because here's the the quotes from from Pedro. Um, oh, I'm sorry, that was at the. Uh, Holy shit! Yeah, sorry. I just I just no, I good. we're good. Make it. I didn't make it. I didn't feel like making a whole bunch of different screenshots. Um, from Vinny, uh, Pedro Grafal said the Sox played a game that doesn't win in the big leagues. They need to play faster. We need to be more athletic. We need to catch the baseball, and we got to do things better fundamentally. Said Sox are on the hunt for players who can play that style. Uh, Grafal also said Sox are looking for players who are professional. Interesting choice of words there. Trust in the process and execute on the field. I asked him if changes. That have already happened and changes still to come will make the Sox better in those areas. Yeah, absolutely, a hundred percent. And they said, if you're not playing fast baseball in the big leagues, you're not going to have success. That's the style of baseball we want to play and need to play to turn this thing around. Um, okay, so a lot there to to break down. Um, yeah, obviously you haven't. Uh, I think oh, I'm sorry. I'm going to pull this. I'm going to pull this back up because this this one quote here kind of got me like we need to play faster we need to be more athletic we played a game that doesn't win in the big leagues i feel like that's him like calling himself out like dude like mirror look at it you know because a <laughs> lot of that was a lot of that was on you and the in the culture you brought to the clubhouse we and we have to do a little better fundamentally no you have to do a lot better fundamentally when you fucking put gavin sheets in right field and expect him to learn how to read pop flies correctly uh that's that's on him man like there you want to play better fundamentally it's coaching it's absolutely fucking coaching like you if if you don't if you can't do that then don't be here yeah i will and and now i'm going to play devil's advocate because it is coaching and it, i mean that quote that's the one everyone was going crazy um after the press conference everyone quote tweeting and retweeting saying like this is a fireable offense it took him a whole season to figure out this team was not playing the right way or is playing slow and the defense and everything. 
and it is coaching. I agree with you, Jason. But it's also the guys, man. Like, like if you got a shortstop that doesn't know how to play shortstop and a, a right fielder that doesn't know how to right field and a catcher that can't throw anybody out and everything else, like, I mean, that all snowballs. So it is Griffol, and, and like, I, I will say that, but it's also like these guys. So I understand whether or not they they want to start playing fast and, and you know, re, retooling and, and being more defensive minded and all of that stuff. Yeah, that's great on paper. That's cool. You're still going to have to find guys that do that. And obviously we know Jerry Reinsdorf would love to sign like nine David Eckstein's and, and run with that because that's the, you know, the player that he puts on a pedestal. Um, and if that's what they're going to do, that's fine. I mean, as long as they, I was going to say, as long as they play better the next year, but that's not going to be the case. As long as you see progress to where, you know, 2025, 2026, you put things together because I'm giving, I'm not giving Griffold the benefit of the doubt, but I am giving Chris Getz the benefit of the doubt, at least for the time being. I know we all cried and we all complained that it was a nepotism hire and, you know, he didn't deserve the job and he was a part of the problem in AAA and in the minor leagues. But at this point, what am I going to do? I mean, obviously, we're going to sit here and complain for the better part of 160 episodes of the Bumcast, but I'm tired of it. So at least for now, I'll give Chris Getz the benefit of the doubt. Griffold, whatever. You just got farts. We got we got to start finding scandals on all these guys and just get people fired who we don't want. <laughs> I like that. I like that take. Um, and one more from Gets on Dylan Cease. There's certainly no urgency to move Dylan Cease. There's no real reason to come here and expect us to move Dylan Cease. But if team breaks something that we meets that we, if a team brings something that meets a threshold that we feel we've gotten a lot better, then we're going to do that. Uh, more of it with Dylan Cease. There's not a club that doesn't have that. I'll have a level of interest, but there's a pace to these things. I'll continue to take the calls and compare different opportunities of getting better. So it, it just, it, it sounds like it's just going to be the long uh, drawn out process of him getting the best offer, which, okay, fine. But let's just, when, when he's talking about being patient with moving Cease and getting the best offer and you have Grafal saying that we could absolutely contend next year. It's like, come on fucking you're giving conflicting takes here in, in, from the same front office like you know the front office stuff and yeah. it's it's so fucking mind-numbing yeah it's a it's a chicken with his head cut off you know yeah. the head doesn't know what the body's doing you know dog dog chasing yeah. tail yep yeah so um i was kind of you know I, I was hoping that we would at least have something that we could have some kind of transaction we could have talked about but um it's just more of you know just graffal i was actually surprised that uh people actually wanted to meet with him i don't know if that was obligatory to like, i think everyone i think yeah. everyone had a presser both gms and coaches and it seemed like everyone that was, was like who would who would besides like the local beat reporters who would want there was like, a lot of people there i i forgot who i don't think it was herb lawrence somebody quote tweeted a picture and it's like i'm surprised they have this many people you know, in attendance. So I love, how, I love how they also showed the picture of Reinsdorf, you know, yeah. with the crowd around him and everything. It seemed like, yeah, you know, uh, uncle Jerry is trying to make sure gets, doesn't talk to, I can imagine gets like trying to go up to Otani's agent and Reinsdorf's like, ah, hey, get back over here. Get back. Go, go, <laughs> go back like, into catering. Go, no, go back into, in the, into the, into the catering. They got gets like in, uh, those airport leashes for kids. Like in, like, the <laughs> Yeah, with look the what backpacks. I can do. Look what I can do. 
Oh, there's there's yeah, there's I, Snell's. Oh, nope, nope. They can't go over here. Nope. Don't talk to this guy. You know, but um, you want to talk to Paul Ding Dong? Go ahead. Go sign. Go sign Maka- a million. Yoan Makata is still in the best shape of his life, and he's working out with uh, Oscar Colas, baby. More of those videos. Get everybody pumped I, I up. Think- that was the most depressing thing of like seeing the winter meetings today was seeing how good Jerry Reinsdorf actually looked. I was like, shit, man, he looks like yeah, he's got dude. A few doesn't more that fucking depressing as shit, man? It's like, yeah, dude, he looked in great shape. He had the like, you know, like the bitch. the golf pullover windbreaker with the collar underneath, <laughs> and he looked like a you know, Buick salesman. Do they still make Buick? Yeah, he, he looked. He, he looked like, he, looked like he bought salesman. ten of those things from East East Bay or whatever. Fucking those yeah, things they no, pullovers. they they gave it to him when he bought his Titleist golf clubs. They gave him a pullover, and then he just wears it. <laughs> yeah, like I guess that's what being a billionaire you can pay for the best doctors, and you know life-altering, life-reduce, whatever you want to call it. Like, No spoilers for my White Sox Twitter as Simpsons characters, but, I mean, he's Mr. Burns. Like, he's got all the sicknesses, <laughs> but they're pushing in between the doorway where he's invincible, baby. He ain't never uh, dying. Well, I think it was like a month or so ago I brought up that, that billionaire tech guy who was trying to de-age himself he was like 46 and he's trying to get the body of an 18 year old so he's like he had like all these crazy routines and he's taking all of these med- medications and you know like stuff like that so he can live forever and i feel like we need to keep hit this guy and jerry away from each other like just opposite ends of the world like don't you don't think... want that guy talking to reinsdorf anytime he's in great shape I, I he did look better than i expected like dougie mentioned but i don't think he's hitting the gym anytime soon he so that tech that tech billionaire or whatever is trying to look 18 he's trying to like shove his nuts back up in there and <laughs> before they dropped and shit or what <laughs> oh, yeah, that's pressing but uh we'll see hopefully there'll be some kind of news tomorrow um i have to actually go in the office tomorrow so uh i'm gonna hopefully i'll have to be able to check the phone on a regular basis if uh something breaks but um we'll see all right hot stove hot stove baby hot stove is cold this year we got no money we broke times are tough man speaking of being broke let's pay some let's let's not let's pay some ads that don't actually give us any money (laughs) are you tired of getting the same old bourbon sitting on the shelf looking for something to impress your bourbon friends with then head over to green valley wine and spirits in bolingbrook and grab one of our single barrel bourbon bum store picks we've got a nine-year knob creek bourbon an eight-year Knob Creek Rye Whiskey, and our ever-popular Nulu Toasted Weeded. That's right, Toasted Weeded. So head out to Green Valley Wine and Spirits or message one of the bums. But hurry, because once these bottles go, they're gone forever. Become a bourbon bum today. We're 16.9 now, baby. 16.9. Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny. I was... I was in the uh the comments on the uh on 108s they had their five-year anniversary show which was great and i was i was screaming every time that someone recorded a thank you or tribute in the portrait in portrait mode i was like come on guys like youtubing 101 horizontal 169 like so many vertical videos on that but um that was a great show i know that, the guys that was a great show but i couldn't i mean we couldn't do another ad uh in vertical after you complained about that so we had to get exactly to no I, I that would have been just me like you know stomping on my own balls so but some um, people are into that apparently 
not me. Um, although I do like watching those videos of the guys like when they're in the dominatrix and they get a, the get kicked in the you, balls. Like you that. like what? You like watching those videos? It always makes me laugh. Someone always, and it's not like I go search for it, but someone always retweets some like viral video of some guy getting like kicked in the balls you, or something by the big. You red do boots, see a lot of those whatever. videos during Bears games. You know when the Bears are in prime time and they're down thirty points. Everyone, somebody's always retweeting one of those videos. Yes. Yeah, the only one I can stand to watch is the karate guy that just like stands there and is, ah ah ah. He's just repeatedly getting kicked while he's just trying to stand tough. That's the only one I can watch. Any of the ones that are actually real, I'm like, no, no. How do you do that? Pass. Um, Brian, I gotta I gotta mention this. You saw a furry convention at Rosemont yesterday. Um, I actually work right by the Donnelly Stevens Convention Center. Um, so I work by Displays and River Road. And that happened uh, a couple years ago. I was left for lunch and I was like seeing all these people walking around dressed up like, what the fuck is going on here? And then I did a quick search at their events calendar and it was Midwest Furry Convention. And I was like 21 or something like that. I was like, oh man, there's a lot of fucking weird ass shit fucking people walking around in these furry conventions man that that's a yep. that's something you it's a, it's a spectacle man i like how he saw a furry convention but if you check his amazon cart he's got an emperor penguin suit and i know he was probably walking <laughs> around zany right right in front of zany <laughs> in his sadistic penguin furry outfit don't lie to us brian we we know what's up yeah that's um that's a, that's a interesting yeah. interesting uh yeah. weekend over over there I was just going to say, me and Swo, that happened to us last year when we went to go see Burt Kreiser. They was in town then, and me and him were looking like, what the fuck is going on, man? Because they were, they are everywhere, and they they have no uh, no shame. They they do stuff nope. in public, too. So, yep. It's pretty wild. I was like, man, it's my, it's my lunchtime, man. Can't you wait till after dark for this stuff? Shit. Yeah. All right. Um, so... We've been wanting to do uh, this segment for a while, Peter. This is your your, your brainchild. I am going to let you uh, run with it. Um, but this is something we've had at the docket for a while, and I'm happy that we finally got to present it to everyone tonight. So, Peter, take it away. So this is an idea we've had. Originally, Chicago Sports Bum started as a blog. We talk about that. The blog does not exist anymore. But I always thought this would be the perfect blog. You know, White Sox Twitter characters as Simpsons characters. Or personalities. And personalities. They're all characters. Yeah. They're all characters. Yeah. We're all characters. We're all, every single one of us are cartoon characters at this point. So instead of putting it in a blog, we're like, let's just make it into a slideshow. And both of us, Jason, are big Simpsons fans. You were on the Simpsons yep. um, drafty pod. Um, you are my go-to when it comes to references and things like that. Um, but you let me run wild with it because I wanted your like unbiased reactions to it. Because since you are, yep, the I gave no input. Sim- I gave I gave zero, yeah. you know, input on this. This is all going to be my personal live reactions to anything. So this was all Peter's kind of like when I did the the White Sox Twitter uh, person or personalities as as cocktails. Uh, this, you know, you guys let me run wild with it. This is Peter's letting run wild. So, so I spoiled the first one already, and so the first couple, the first five or six, are more actual White Sox personalities or like head office people people in charge so the first one's obvious i spoiled it earlier when we were talking white Sox. um i mean he's the billionaire millionaire owner that everybody hates right like he's a yeah yeah he's a jerk 
Yeah, no, that's perfect. All right. Uh, as long as he doesn't sell to the Germans, I'll be happy. So not only that, but if there ever was another Soxfest, which I don't think is happening, and if like you know there ever was a time where we were even anywhere near them, us as the bums, I is I I most likely. What's the quote, Jason? I, see now I'm going to ask you for the quotes. We're going to get the hounds with the bees in their mouth sent straight towards us. Or the hounds with the bees, and when you bark, they shoot bees out of your mouth. That's what's happening to us. So the next one, the original idea was Rakan. <laughs> uh, Rakan yeah. was Waylon Smithers. It was, you know, they married each other perfectly. Now we got Chris Getz. Chris Getz is a little younger. He's got the sunglasses, a little, a little cooler than Rakan. But obviously, this is Waylon Smithers. He's the right hand man. He's the he's the next guy up. So uh, this uh, this was another fairly easy one. Thoughts? Um, hold on, hold on one second here, Peter. Uh, SPF's leaving because he says fuck this shit. He thought it was White Sox Twitter peeps. It is White Sox Twitter peeps. Listen, yeah, give us the and... first five or six. We're getting there. We're cooking. <laughs> he said, Peter said in the beginning that he's doing White Sox front office people first, and then he's going to the Twitter peeps. So patience. Yeah, Luke, you're in this. You got. I think everyone in the comments is maybe not everyone, but there's a lot of people in it. So relax, everybody. Patience. Please. <laughs> All right, next one. Somebody said this should be Brooks Boyer. Brooks Boyer is in here. He's Principal Skinner because he <laughs> he's out of touch. Is it the fans that are wrong? No. It, or, or is it he that's wrong? No. It's us, the fans that are wrong. We're the ones that are out of touch. That that's one hundred percent accurate, dude. Yeah, because he is. Yeah. Should I should? Oh, I don't like uh, I don't like Benetti, but the fans do. Nah, they're wrong. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. fans I mean, don't know what they like. To you, credit to you for finding a terrible photo of him too. They're <laughs> all terrible. Coaches. Every so, I'm gonna put this out there. There was a lot of either Instagram or Twitter fishing for pictures that kind of matched the white yeah. uh, Simpsons characters. So I did some hunting. So apologies for finding pictures that maybe people don't don't like. Uh, they're not as flattering, if you will. But oh, all of the Brooks Boyer pictures are like this. I think every yeah. Brooks Boyer picture I looked for are in not nature. They're, they're in like 40, 420p or whatever yeah, the cheapest right. resolution is. They're terrible. Those he are looks, all he looks like he, he's like like a 10 year old child who just like morphed into like a big man body. It's, it's Skinner. Uh, I'm sure he has a, he, he has a mom just like Skinner's mom. Looks like he had oh, to yeah. do this with the photo for it developed. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> I mean, if there's ever a Kent Brockman, it's Hawk, it's the Hawkeroo. Yep. That's a, a very good one. I, I definitely agree. Um, and, he would like when um, Brockman, when the aliens invaded, he's like, Oh, I would, I for one, like to welcome our new alien overlords. That would be Hawk, too, if a new regime. I would very much like to welcome, like, whoever, if the, if the Saudis ever bought the, uh, ever bought the team, we say, Hey, I'm, I'm not a fan of that Saudi oil money, but if they want to buy all the free agents up, I'll support that. So I could see like Hawk Harrelson being like, I for one welcome our new Saudi overlords. He's a he's a company man. He is he is the company man. So now I'm going more to the broadcast side of things. If Ken is is Kent Brockman, 
Then we got Chuck Garfine as Artie Pie in the Sky. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is, they, I mean, it, those are mirror uh, images. They're the same person. They're the exact they same are. person. <laughs> you put glasses on Garfine, man. That's, that's pretty, that's, that's pretty good, man. Yeah. Damn. And you know they got like the <laughs> budding rivalry. If if you guys watch The Simpsons, you know Kent Kent Brockman and Artie Pie kind of have a little rivalry. And I'm not saying Garfine and and Ken Hawk Harrelson did, but uh, you could see it. You could see it there. Uh, we mm. got we got some comments, Peter. Uh, yeah, you're in charge of the comments because I'm doing the slideshow. Yep. Um, Hawk Hawk works better as Rich Texan, in my opinion. Uh, okay. Six year whiskey. Rich Texan would have been good too. Um, I don't. I, maybe I just like Rich Texan though. He's always got the guns going, yeah, you know, shooting everything. I don't know if that's I don't know if necessary Hawk Harrelson, but um, could be a good could be a good comp yeah. as well. I'm taking some liberties with this, but I do like all the suggestions. And in the pre-show promo, I said, "Correct me when I'm wrong." So uh, the that's next true. one, the next one is easy because you, you guys have you know Artie Pie, and then you got. The Bumblebee Man. <laughs> and if is you that cultural go, pro- appropriation, man? I don't know. It, it really is, but I can do it because I, I'm I'm also a Latino. But also, if you go on White Sox Twitter, you see and people complain all of, all the time that like you can barely understand Ozzy, which I think is bullshit. And Ozzy does a great job. He's the best part of that broadcast. But I yeah. mean, I took a I took a cheap shot. It's okay. Sometimes cheap shots are, cheap shots are funny. So. Yeah, All right, so um, now we're going to move on to um, – oh, no, I got one more. Sorry. We're going to move on. This this one was obvious. Jason, you told me the uh, – the uh, Capital I'm City blanking. Goofball. Thank you, Capital City Goofball. That's like the – that was an easy one. Um, but now we're moving on to the White Sox Twitter characters. And if there's ever, you know, a main character on White Sox Twitter. And I don't want to give him that much credit, but he deserves all the credit in the world. There's only one main character, quote unquote, on White Sox Twitter. And it's the beef loaf. The beef loaf <laughs> is Homer Simpson. <laughs> like, there's no denying it. You know, he grabbed like he the show revolves around him. So uh I took this picture from I, for, I forgot who photoshopped it, but I like oh, let me give him this is not as flattering, so then I got this one. This one's better. This is a yoke picture go. of Beef Loaf, by the way, but they're Homer Simpson. Homer time. So I like then, that. Yep. I mean, Beef is, you know, he's he's probably the, uh, he is the Homer of, of White Sox. He's the central, you said it, he's a central guy. I agree, 100%. Yeah. So this is where I kind of struggled. I was like, now, if, if we're creating the show around the 108 and then, and like you know, the ancillary characters, Beef and Cherise are brothers. But like, there's no. I mean, I could have done Homer's brother, but he's not a main character. And then a light hit me. I mean, he's got the haircut. <laughs> he's part Simpson. <laughs> of the three oh, white si- or of the three one away guys, he's the one I feel like has the more mischievous mind. He likes to like needle beef and my sock summer to the point where like they do all the bad stuff but it's he's the guy in charge you know he's the one pulling the pranks and doing the bad things so he's bart simpson treasy is bart simpson <laughs> that's a good uh, hey the hair sold it right there too man i mean you know? the hair, that, yeah. but <laughs> the when hair. you explain it that makes perfect sense i i get it now like you're right that's but i really it, i wish i really wish that 
we prepared for this. We we did some long term booking on this, and we had beef like fake choking or Cherizi at the, <laughs> at the in the one hundred eight last season. We would have been perfect if we knew what we were going to do this months down the line and just get some long term booking on this. All right. So obviously we've done two of the three 108 guys. The next guy is not related, but he is a best friend. You know, he's a right hand man. So who is Homer's right hand man? It's Barney. Yeah. We got Barney Gumbo, baby. And it's my sex summer. <laughs> I mean, and with the beers too. I mean, uh, the only thing that I don't think Barney drinks Oktoberfest beers either. So. So I'm glad you mentioned that. And I did not give you any notes, Jason, but my sock summer is out on beers. You heard, I think Matt Ramsey was on the 108 podcast begging my sock summer to drink more beers. I know he's reformed. Yeah. So I have the reformed picture of my sock summer too. Beautiful. Leads <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> over Barney when he has to go into the, uh, to the he was in in NASA, yeah, yeah. We got the hair slicked back, clean cut. He's in a commercial <laughs> doing ads. I love it. Not to mention bourbon bourbon cures yeah. diabetes. Write that down. Put yeah. that on a shirt. Oh fuck! <laughs> it's Bart Simpson's best friend, baby. I know Cherizi and Josh are close, and so this is the one. This is the one. I was more nerve, not nervous about. I like Josh Nelson a lot. We we he came to a bunch of the tailgates. He was a big reason he invited us to the Milwaukee tailgate next year as part of the you know Sox Machine 108 road trip. Um I don't know if I could bust Josh Nelson's balls. So I don't know if he's gonna like this or not, but he is Josh will like Chir- but Chir- he is Cherizi's best friend, you know, like so they hang out all the time, you know, they do the Star Wars shirt show together. I thought yeah. If anyone's going to be a millhouse, it's Josh. 100%. That was great. <laughs> I like it. I approve. It's a good one. <laughs> this one, I, this, this one is my favorite one. I nailed this one. The headphones, yeah. the hat, the ancillary <laughs> medicinal things you can get into. Bruhan Luke, if there ever was an auto man, Bruhan Luke is auto man. Yep, comments are agreeing with you. Yep. That's I'm liking this. I'm th- I'm liking the uh like the hundred percent the perfect the thing is appreciated. So oh I dig and it. Drew calls out he works in a school. I, I was gonna I was not gonna dox him, but yes, Drew. <laughs> I think everybody knows that by the way, but yeah. So right. oh. the the last of the core 108 guys, um it's Lenny and Carl. They're, they're <laughs> hanging out all the time. They're, you know, they're they're part of the crew. They're drinking with everybody. They're, they're, you know, they're mingling. They're socializing. Uh, Lenny and Carl is Aloha, Mister Hand, and Wally Money. Now I know I, I'm taking some liberties with the skin tones and things like that, but I mean they're cartoon characters, so who cares? Yeah. Oh man, that's. That's a good call. I like it, Peter. You you nailed another one. You you nailed spot on. Um, yeah, Lenny and Carl for for that. All right, so I'm gonna <laughs> remove this because I got more slides coming. 
Oh yeah, the last I forgot. See, the last of the 108 characters, our brand new pet. The 108 <laughs> rat. The 108 rat is Santa's little helper. Hopefully, we see him back in 2024. There's boards up in the hole now, man. So I, I hope he, I hope he's surviving underground for the winter, man. But uh, we might have to someone have to sneak like a micro, like a plastic crowbar in or something, or just or hide it under some fucking belly fat or something, and <laughs> just pop that out. Pry the pry the the hole, the covering off. All right. So now we're getting. Oh, this is a great. That's a great call. I, this is a great call. That should have been the rat with the cool hair. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so now we're getting into the ancillary characters of White Sox Twitter. And the first one is the guy that everyone's friendly with, everyone talks to. He's drank with everyone. He gives advice to everyone. So I'm talking about Mo Sislak. And the only Mo Sislak I could think of is my guy, Father Zoe, Southside Zoe. Southside <laughs> Zoe is now Mo Sislak. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, he's going to make you... You know, drink the uh, the natty lights and uh, or bush lights. Sorry, um, yeah, he's gonna be slinging cheap beer. So that's Mo. That's Mo. Now this one here, oh. I'm sorry. I know. Oh, jeez. I know, Mailman Jack called me an ageist not two podcasts ago. So then I ran with it. That's the only reason I did this. I love. I love Mailman Jack, and I love—I I mean, Julie thinks Mailman Jack is the coolest person in the world. So I'm sorry to put you as Grandpa Simpson, but you said I was an ageist. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get back to him somehow. So that's the only reason he's—he's he's Grandpa Simpson. I'm sorry. I, I don't because I was going to say I don't think I can't think of any like Simpsons mailman character. That's what I—I've thought I googled it. I'm like, oh, for sure there's someone. You know, like you, you think of like. Uh, Mr. McFeely and um, Mr. Rogers and different people and like different shows had different mailman people. I don't really th remember one from The Simpsons, so I had to go with it's, Grandpa. I'm cold and there are wolves after me. <laughs> Could be something Jack says. All right, next one. Matt Crawford is Duffman, and this one I it took me a while because there's one so many beer drinkers on white Sox twitter and so many people that can be considered duff man i thought about you dougie i thought about yeah. bruhan luke missy could have been duff man but when push came to sho shove there was only one person that has that brand of bud light he had a like a bud light tower for 108 the, or for the 108 tournament and i was like if you just switch the bud light with the duff He's been to enough tailgates to where we've seen it. Matt Crawford is Duffman. You could argue with me all you want. You could say no, it should be this person or that person. But I think we need I think we need to get Crawford to show up at a at our tailgate wearing a Bud Light Duffman belt. We need to make him might, a beer belt. We might as well make the whole costume. I think he might do it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So we're uh we're um we're like a halfway done. And uh, the next one, this is the first 20 slides. I'm like, yes, these are these are my, you know, these are the people. Then I started taking some liberties. <laughs> Celeste Spaghetti is the lawyer we all think would take you to the woodshed, correct? Like yep. if 
you don't you don't want to be on the opposite aisle of a celeste spaghetti lawyering if you want right that's no you don't want celeste coming after you so there's an opposite side of that coin jason who is the lawyer that is bumbling and fumbling and addicted to bourbon that would be Lionel Hutz. Lionel Hutz is Sammy Davis Jr. 5000. The two lawyers of White Sox Twitter <laughs> could not be any different. So if we have Celeste Spaghetti as the competent lawyer, we've got Sammy Davis Jr. as Lionel Hutz. That's spot on. He's he's probably texting us in the courtroom about if there's any bourbon drops coming in today. I'm, su- I'm surprised he's not texting us right now dur- live during the show asking us uh, or telling us that he tried this bourbon tonight and it, he absolutely <laughs> yeah. the show's still young it, it might still happen so brian s was in the comments saying he wanted to be the um the captain the sailboat captain and i thought about this and originally jason we actually talked they were like oh it's comic punk guy Comic Punk Guy has the Comic Punk Guy handle from Comic Book Guy. So I know that was an easy that was an easy correlation. Yeah. But I'm like, Brian S was the draft the all encompassing the drafty pod. He's versatile. He could he could talk comics, movies, music, TV shows, like everything else. So when I thought Nacho. who is who is that? That's our guy Brian S. So as it was a it was a tight race between the two, and, and and I went with Brian. That's right. That's why I did this episode worst <laughs> podcast ever. <laughs> Our guy Yumper. I mean, this one was easy. Like he has a movie podcast. He's a movie critic. Whenever there's movies to talk about, we talk movies with Yumper. So then we talk to uh, Jay Sherman, the critic. What's the line? It stinks. Stinks. It stinks. So, Jason, me and you talked. We knew, like, I didn't give you any spoilers or anything like that. But I had really, I had trouble with Foe. Obviously, he's a tag team. Yumper and Foe, you know, they do the podcast and, and we did the Wiener Silk show together. Foe, we've seen Blink together, close personal friend. I, I couldn't, I couldn't think of it. It took me till like five o'clock today. And I'm like, what am I doing with Svo? And then I thought about it. He's been killing it in his workouts since the 108 tournament last year until this year. He's still going. He's still walking. He's still eating right. I fell off the wagon. A bunch of us fell off the wagon, but he's killing it. So he's built ass Mark. <laughs> he's transformed his body until something he should be proud of so that's who he is it it took me a while but i'm happy with this one hey buff buff mark i like it keep it going yeah. good job oh, yeah good job homie all right so now we're gonna get into the ass crew our close friends we we've, we've done a bunch of uh the ass crew people jason they all went to your halloween party i had that picture yep. of them in the halloween party and then it just clicked. I mean, look at these pictures. It's side by side. They could be, <laughs> they, they, and you could pick and choose which one's which and who is who, but they might be the kids of the uh, elementary school. All of them. 
Yeah, that's smart. I, I mean, obviously, you know, we're giving Martin Prince as, as king ass. I think that's. I thought so. I thought maybe Ralph Wiggum. But yeah, Martin Prince could be King Ass and then Stoop Kid could be Ralph Wiggum. It, I mean, you could really you could, you could really pick and choose. Yeah. That's a good one. Shit. All right. So, we got a couple more. So, I said <laughs> I mean, this one's bad. This one's bad. It's only because of the vest. The, the it's the only <laughs> reason I put them on. CPG is one of the nicest guys in the world. We do we did the uh wrestling um playbacks with Brian S together. He's like you know, just nice <laughs> and Snake is like a criminal. But whenever I think of the vest, and I think he actually lost the vest at Riot Fest. I never know, I never found out if he found it or we got another one. But when I think he of did. that blue denim um, jacket, he did find it. That's good. He news. did find it. He he actually just slept on it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, it's just the vest. That's the only reason. I, I well, that. okay, but also you said nicest guy in the world. Don't forget at our watch party uh, earlier this year, he did the chops to Brian. So oh, he, was he physically did. Assault, he was physically assaulting. He. So he's tough he, guy, man. He is a tough guy. I would not want to get slapped by uh, CPG. I actually have those videos still. I don't think I ever. It was Brian S. And who else? Me. Oh yeah, it was you, Dougie. You, you took yeah. a you took a slap to the chest. Yeah, right, Brian's Brian was a lot harder. Drew, my guy. This was a <laughs> <laughs> this was an easy one. I I mean, if the glasses, the facial hair, the hair itself, um, don't hate me for it. <laughs> I. I <laughs> I just I need I need Drew to show up to a tailgate with the snowsuit on feel like nothing stupid, at all. Like stupid sexy all. bogues. He can probably pull off a stupid sexy bogues. <laughs> Jason, you help me with this one. Artie Artie was uh you know the rich guy that shows Artie. up and impresses everyone with the money. And I yeah, thought, that's Artie Ziff. That's Artie Ziff. Marge's ex-boyfriend. You know, he just goes there and throws out his fuck you money, you know, everywhere. Um, it's Artie Ziff, man. <laughs> Our Gen Z correspondent, Melissa, Missy. She's the person you call when you need a segment to become hip and cool. And that's exactly <laughs> what happened to Itchy and Scratchy. So I thought, who else could it be? Then Poochie, Poochie the dog. Whenever you need something <laughs> to get hip or cool or trendy, that's what it is. Did, did you true. see her comment? She's never seen The Simpsons. I should have taken her off this list. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I mean, but to be fair, I mean, I haven't watched The Simpsons since like 2002 anyways. I'm just first 10 years Simpsons for maybe right. 12 years. But um, yeah. All right, I got two more for you. Uh, three more for you guys. This okay. one is easy. We could leave it with or without comments. People in the comments could decide. I mean, that's an easy one, right? <laughs> I'll leave that one alone. The comments can. Yeah. White Sox Twitter mom, Joy. 
one of our first friends on White Sox Twitter. She came to a, to the podcast or to the tailgates um, early on in the whiskey at Comiskey days. And I'm not just picking Helen Lovejoy because Joy, the name. Every so often, Joy goes in on a tangent on White Sox Twitter. They're few and far between, but she gets into these won't somebody think of the children type rants. So that's <laughs> why I thought Joy, she could be Helen Lovejoy. Makes sense. I agree. I like it. All right. So that's it. That's the uh, that's the bum cast as White the Sox Twitter characters. Cast. Except for the bums. So this was the the buffer slide because I want you guys to pick or decide or have you thought of who I would give the Chicago sports bums as Simpsons characters. Oh man. I don't know. Like have have you thought of who, who we would be? Oh yeah, there's the next slide. I mean, and it's dead on. Okay. Dead on? I mean you went through the I don't want to take anyone you've already went with, so mm -hmm. um yeah, I, I I don't know who you would pick for me. We're all together as a group. Are we the the B sharps? Nope. I'm waiting for the comments. See if anybody picks it up. It's a tough. It, it's gonna be. Uh, it's like a like a one and done type scenario. We're the seven duffs, baby. Between the boozing, <laughs> the drinking. The whiskeys at Comiskey's, the watch parties, the Blackhawks drinking game. You could pick and choose which ones you want. Um, Jason, I would consider you maybe surly or sleazy. I'm tipsy and queasy. Joey P and Dougie, maybe dizzy and edgy. Johnny, for sure, remorseful. Because he goes out <laughs> way late at night and then texts me the next day. I shouldn't have done that. I shouldn't have stayed out that late. But that's us, baby. We are the seven duffs. <laughs> I like that one, man. I'll take I'll take surly for sure because always when I drink a little bit, I get a little surly. So, so that's it. We that was I, Jason. I told you I was gonna do twenty five slides. I end up doing like thirty one or thirty two of them. And there's so many more people, both characters and White Sox Twitter characters, left on the cutting room floor. I couldn't get everybody done. Um, so maybe if this went well, we do a part two. But uh, there's so many Simpsons characters and so many White Sox Twitter cartoon characters. So, uh, yeah, that was fun. This was fun, though. Hell yeah. Dude, yeah, you killed that segment, dude. Like, kudos to you. Yeah. Uh, I'm, ha I'm happy that we we never blogged that at, a, at the time. Like, we actually just we saved that for the live pod. That was uh, that that was that was good. I uh, I loved it. Um, I'm yeah, surprised Grandpa get tight. I'm, I'm surprised Grandpa could tell. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jack. I uh, love, I love Jack. All right, we're almost done with the show. Um, but I do have a funny question for the week, and I pose it to you guys in the in the in pre-show. And our nonsense question of the week is: bah, 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 I wrote it down. If every time you finished sex, a song played, what song would you want it to be? For the and, sake and you, of self-preservation, I think it has to be like, here we go, Steelers or Black and Yellow or maybe Renegade. Renegade would be a good answer. So, yeah, it's not, it's not up to me. Dougie, what would your song be? 
uh, 100% I'm going Hulk Hogan theme song. I real American. Amer- <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Like, I'm telling you, if that is not a, a, a exit of the bedroom, go get a sandwich song, fucking I don't know what else is. That That's what that's what's up. Um, I think my song would be, um, it's a classic, but it would be, why can't we be friends? <laughs> I mean, it's simple, simple and easy. Makes sense. Why can't we be friends? Or you could, you could also hit them with closing time. Closing time. Time. <laughs> closing time. Closing time. You can't. Stay yes. Yeah. Here. <laughs> um. All right. We got we got some good ones in the comments here. Um. Drew, I just had sex by Lonely Island. Yeah. Yep. That, um. SPF MSS fuck jams. That's ten songs. Whole playlist. Uh, Tech vomit. Easy lover by Phil. Ah, oh, it's a good one. Easy lover. Uh. Brian S., you're the best around, Joe. Esposito. That's a good one. But yeah. that makes me think of uh, Karate Kid. Uh, Zombie Jackie, Huey Lewis in the News, The Power of Love. Another good song. Uh, Joey P., Go with Wrestling, Kurt Angle's Metal Thing. But then everyone's going to start chanting, You suck. You suck. Joey P. You suck. You suck. I don't think, Joey, you want that one to, to be. <laughs> to be people chanting you suck after sex dude so uh you might want to, might want to change your answer on that one uh bruhan luke come on eileen uh i hope it's that okay we'll leave that one there i mean oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, mailman jack sing me to sleep by the smiths Ooh, i mean i like the smiths uh uh, another one from Drew, uh, Alan's Parson Project. Eh, I don't know. That seems more like when you're getting ready for sex, not after you. All right. Um, Chris Jericho's entrance music would be good. <laughs> um, okay, so that's – oh, Svoll with a good one here. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you want that same thing with Joey tough. P. I don't know if you want that want that one playing <laughs> after after having sex. Um, bah. I, th- I think that's a that's a good. T- I'm gonna post that on the Twitters tomorrow. What would your song be after sex? All right, oh, guys, it's getting closing time for the show. Film me. I'm Instagram famous. You fucking bum. I think he's a bum. I think he's an absolute bum. You're a real crumb bum. Cause you're training like a damn bum. You know that? Bum. A bum. Bum. <laughs> Bomb. All right, start off with our listener, What a Bums and MVBs. Uh, we got a lot this week, uh, college football, the the whole selection process. Um, so we're going to read these off, but um, I'm just going to real quick. Uh, we'll wait till after the after this. We're, gonna, we're not going to give commentary on the, uh, the college football ones at the moment. Um, but Josh Dapper, uh, MVB, Washington, Oregon, Alabama, Georgia games. Great football. Bum is bears by. Uh, team is lap is playing a lot better. I just want to watch. I can, it's okay to miss the Bears, but it's also it's also okay to have some alone time. You know, <laughs> you know, emptiness makes the heart grow fonder. I'm so. glad. I'm glad Josh mentioned this because I not two weeks ago when the Bears played on Thursday night, I said, "Oh, it was really nice to have our Sundays free." 
I was again free this Sunday and Julie watched the Steelers and I watched a bunch of football. I kind of missed the Bears. I kind of did miss the Bears this Sunday. And that's maybe I'm a masochist. I don't know what that means. But I was like, man, I really wish there was a Bears game th today. All right, next up. Uh, so CFB uh, playoff committee, massive bum. Yep. We agree. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Uh, another one from uh, Shane's uh, again, CFP um, MVB is always the buzz for putting on a great tailgate and wrestling shows for you. Right. Thank you, Shane. Appreciate that. Uh, comic punk guy MVB is Travis Kelsey getting football fans hyped for hockey by mentioning how fun it is to watch Bedard. Yes. Oh, I like that a lot. Always make sure that you talk about Bedard. Always talking about Bedard. So I've been watching a lot of the Kelsey brothers podcasts. Um, I've been doing it for like since the summer. Um, and like slowly this fall, he's been mentioning a lot. He's a big black or he is a Blackhawks fan. He is a hockey fan. And they asked him like, if, if you were to pick a team, who would you choose for choose? And Travis Kelsey said the Chicago Blackhawks, he always liked them. So, uh, I thought that was interesting. Yeah. Uh, and biggest bum of the week is uh, Dre Greenlaw, Greenlaw, boneheaded, unnecessary roughness flag foul by swinging on a non-player. I did not see that, but never swing at a player. I missed that one. No. So Dre Greenlaw is the yeah. is a linebacker for the 49ers. He swung, or not, he he mushed the face of the head of security for the Philadelphia Eagles. Big I know. I, 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 missed, I missed the whole thing because I, yeah. I was in the middle of cooking dinner at the time, um, and I, making and a, a cheese tortellini soup. Big Dom is like a cult figure <laughs> around uh, around uh, Philadelphia, and he got in the middle of things. He got ejected too, so it's a bad yeah. look for a non-player to get ejected. But uh, it was fun. That game was awesome. That felt like a playoff game. Two uh, two yeah, big dude. titans going going back and forth. All right. Next up is King Ass uh, MVB Tiger Woods. Okay, cool. He's back. Uh, Bum of the week. Oh, oh, okay. Wait, tell, give me the backstory, Peter. He's back. He he finished his first tournament. Um, it was in the Bahamas, the World Hero Challenge. Uh, even par, which is great. He started off pretty shaky. Uh, plus four, battled back to even par. That's a win in Tiger Woods' book. You know, he's just trying to get his footing. Got trying to get. He said, if he plays a tournament every month or every six weeks, he would be happy with that. Granted. The winner of the tournament was 20 under par, so he was 20 oh. shots. He was 20 shots worse than the winner, but it's baby steps, baby. <laughs> Tiger Woods is back, and I'm happy about it. All right, good. Yeah, that's great. Great to hear. Uh, bum of the week, uh, college football Ontario. Yep, we'll get more to that in a second. Uh, another one, college football playoff committee. Yep, uh, MVB Jackson. Yep, 82 million guarantee before, before playing a single game. Bum, more. College football. That's crazy though. So that this like so Luis Robert got like I think 60 million, 50, 60 million. Yeah, it was like it was like I think it was like 65 or something like that. Before before getting um before even hitting maybe? major leagues. I remember. Jackson Churio got like 82 million across eight years, I believe, uh from the Brewers. That uh that's some serious money for someone that's never played in major league baseball. But it's, yeah, I guess they him. have a lot of faith good in for him. Get that yeah. get that fucking bag. Oh yeah. All right, next up, uh, Missy Bump. People who say Curacao, wrong. And I got to bump Missy because she typed it out, Curaco. And I don't know if she <laughs> if that was intentional or if it was a typo, but it's Curacao, not Curaco. 
Um, and if you don't believe me, I, I don't. Cucarocha. Curacio. <laughs> Curaco. Curacao. 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 Great orange liqueur coming from the country of Curacao itself. You can't screw up the name too much, and you also can't make a Mai Tai. Curacao. So Curacao. I hope that was I, I hope that was her spelling the spelling the phonetically incorrect. Um but it's it's Curacao, not Curacoa. I don't know why people are saying that, but and MVB uh Cassie for being a troopers weekend. Yes, congrats, Missy, on finally finishing her first episode of the pregame show. Hell yeah. Episode one in the books. Um we previewed the pregame show, not uh 15 weeks ago, but uh, we finally got it there. <laughs> um, busting balls, but yeah, congrats to Missy. She, she, uh, that first show was a uh, was a doozy. It sounded awesome. She's she's doubling down the Cura Co. No, no, maybe we're missing something. Is this another I, that's from that's from liquor.com? That's a that's a mixologist from New York City. I'm not going to tell a mixologist from New York City that they're not pronouncing Curacao right, especially for someone who bartended myself i know how to say your cura blue curacao orange curacao it's curacao i used to say caraco myself I, like like an idiot i've been there so you've been everywhere dougie yeah Not in the last three months we, we are aware of the situation yeah but that's also, also shout out for um i don't know how many what number vegas round vegas bomb that was but um i guess maybe i don't know if that's part of the reason why Cassie was a trooper this weekend, because I'm sure there was many, many a Vegas bomb. Oh yeah. Uh, right. Uncle Tickles. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was neither a bum or an MVB, but he commented on our post. And whenever uncle tinkles tickles comments, it makes me laugh. He's like, uh, he's like the, uh, Oh my God. Now I'm blanking on my name. The wrestler, Ron, Ron Simmons. Ron, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ron Simmons. For Damn. real. Damn. Damn. All right. Mailman Jack. MVB is Freddy's Pizza in Cicero. I haven't been there in a minute. They never disappoint. If you've never been there, it's a bucket list stop for sure. And bring cash like all great places. It's cash only. Definitely got to check out some Freddy's. I've never been there myself. So I'll make sure I, I added oh to. I told him I never went to. He texted me these pictures. Really? And. And I was jealous. I was like, I've never been to Freddy's. I got to make it a point. I think Aloha, Mr. Hand is also a big Freddy's person. Um, yeah. And yeah, they, I definitely have to make it out there. They've got a, they got a ricotta stuffed gnocchi. Holy shit. It is. It's awesome. But anytime you go there, it's, it's asses to elbows in that place. So just be prepared. There's always a line, but it's great. And, uh, Man, Jack, bum of the week has to be non-round bowls. I'm still out on these things. They they almost seem like they can't be the equivalent of those horrible chair stools with the hole in them. Much appreciation to my wife for putting up with my scrutiny, though. Um, all right, so my my bowls were quite the controversy. So I have two of my bowls here. This was the bowl that I served. You can see it's clearly rounded edges, but I actually have like straight square bowls as well. Now, these are the ones that I bought when I had my house because I like the modern, you know, corner edged look. And then Sharp. these are these were Sarah's. These were Sarah's and it's it's a curved edge. Yeah. But um, Jack said he likes the the big, you know, circle bowls for soup. And I say, no, these, these are like 
These are funnels, man. Yes. When you have soup, it's a funnel. When yes. you put soup in here, it's a funnel. You take a big round bowl, you slurp it. It's going all over your face. Yeah, I agree with you. I told I told Jack I had a take, and it's I'm with you, Jason. We have similar bowls of what you have. Show the Sarah's bowl again. We have like almost the exact same bowl, but ours are way deeper too. That's not enough. That's not enough depth, man. If if I'm having soup or chili or like a bowl of cereal, I need I need it. I need a thick boy. So we have a uh, similar bowl, but it's deep, and you just funnel. You funnel the soup or the cereal milk yeah. or the anything else. I'm in on square bowls. Yep. Yeah. Um, baseball guy Al asks, "How do you get things out of the corners? Easy, your finger. You just hey, take it easy, man. This is uh trying trying not to have a long enough too. tongue. All Got right, you. now we're you both are <laughs> cochinos. <laughs> Talking soup. Uh, Talk yeah. Soup. <laughs> yeah, but square. I've, 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 I, I do have big round bowls, and we do we, use those occasionally. But if I for for mostly soups, I'll use those bowls. It's easy for. No, I agree with you. We have both. We have round bowls, and we have the square ones. I use the square yeah. ones all the time. Yeah, so I've got I've got so, squares and circles. Circles I use for like, uh, chilies and uh, like pot roast stews, stuff like that. Stuff that you're not like drinking the juice afterwards. You're using the spoon the entire time, you know, soups, always a square. I mean, grandpa That's Simpson right. remembers when he tied an onion around his belt. <laughs> <laughs> which was a style at the time, which, which was a style at the time. <laughs> All right. Um, let's get mailman. Jack yep. is the last of our contributions. All right. Let's get to our let's get to our stuff here. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna start it off here real quick. Um, I'm gonna start with my uh, MVB because we were talking. Oh, uh, we'll get to it after our bumps here because we got our guest to announce for next week. But um, my yes. MVB is this guy who made this Tiger Woods mural. We oh, talked yeah. Tiger Woods. Uh, help me have him back, but this guy he made this art out of golf tees. He made this Tiger Woods mural strictly out of colored golf tees. Um, Gives me a lot of the George Surratt vibes. I'm a big Surratt guy. Like the you know, you go to Art Institute, you have the his big painting uh down there. Um, so I'm a big fan of that. That's very cool artwork. So that's guy who did it is my MVP for the week. Answer. And then I'm gonna pull it up here. My bum of the week is uh former UFC uh fighter and only current OnlyFans model, Paige Van Zant, who um well, I'll let her speak for herself. Yeah. I think that the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey love story, yeah. I believe it is 100% fake. Come for me, Swifties. Swifties Everybody, you know what? Yeah. I have UFC fans coming for me. I think I can handle the Swifties. <laughs> no, you cannot handle the Swifties. The Swifties will, will ruin you. They will ruin you like three for like three lifetimes. You don't she, want that smoke. She don't want that smoke. Dougie, Dougie had the exact same take. Like what? Three weeks ago? Four weeks ago? Before you, uh, yeah. before you had left, and you're lucky that yeah. only 15 people listen to us, because if That's any, insane. if anybody caught wind, you would have been in trouble with the Sifties too. The thing about it is, she's like, oh well, UFC fans are are mad at me, and I consider myself a UFC fan. Jason, you and I have watched UFC pay per views since like UFC 75 back in like yeah. the 
you know, like the early, early days. Not, not early days, but not early, mean, days, early but enough. Like, but like yeah. golden age. <laughs> yeah, the golden age. UFC fans are meatheads. I mean, the, the Joe Rogan podcast and all that stuff, like they can't compare to the Swifties. The Swifties will dissect you bit by bit, inch by inch, and will tear you down and bring you back up. But you don't just want so that they can smoke. Tear you down again. Just so you could tear you down again. You don't want that smoke. You can't compare UFC fans to the Legion that is the Swifties. So yeah, great bum of the week, Jason. Yeah, thank you. All right, Dougie, what do you got? I'm here for all the smoke. Fuck them. Um, so I have. I mean, what do you think? <laughs> I can't control him on the on my on our own podcast. I know he's just back, and I'm happy J- Dougie's back. But I'm not gonna take any of that smoke. Not from Paige Van Zandt, <laughs> and not from my own Douglas Freshness. I'm sorry. Fuck Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Go ahead, right. I've got a full. I've got a full list of bums of the week. So okay. I have a full list of bums. Uh, I'm gonna rattle off a couple of them real fast. Uh, Nagy for still not winning a game in Green Bay. <laughs> Fucking ever evergreen tweet. Yeah. Um, People on the planes who, as soon as you get to the fucking, as soon as you get to the gate, you got to hop up and everybody jumps in the aisle and starts running. You're not going anywhere. Just chill out. Like, just, you're going to get your shit. Just take your time. Pump the fucking brakes. Um, I was sitting by the pool bar because they had the Bears game up for Monday Night Football. So, massive screen. Was watching it. Guy sitting behind me was a Vikings fan. We're sitting at the bar, and he ordered a mudslide extra muddy. I turned around, and I looked at him, and I said, so you just want a chocolate drink? He was like, (laughs) yes. He goes, I kind of do. I'm like, just order yourself a virgin chocolate drink. I can't judge you anymore at this point. (laughs) What did he do? He was like, yeah, can you just take the alcohol out of that? I was like, all right, you need to go. And he actually got up and left. And I'm like, dude, I'm just joking with you. He goes, no, it's okay. I'm like, no, you should probably leave. Minnesota. Um, Yeah, terrible. Uh, My last bum of the week is the White Sox. Today, I received my full season ticket holder uh, prize box, all the giveaways that they do for the year. And uh, one of the highlights was a magnet schedule. A magnet schedule that it's completely fucking expired as i just dropped half of my shit throwing that um it's completely expired who the fuck wants that it's not a magnet that's high enough you know like strength that it can hold anything behind it i mean like do people collect those like who wants to remember that last season and I who are you, how are you gonna how are you gonna make that a high number three on the goddamn list number three <laughs> Like who wants? Jerry's got to cut costs, man. He's he he. That's why he had to sign Paul Ding Dong, man, because he couldn't. He can't afford the big time free agents, man. He's cutting one he's, too many magnets. Yeah. Hey, I'm gonna tell you this right now. Come to the Blackhawks thing because I'm gonna have a lot of this shit and I'm gonna be giving it away. So. Oh yeah. You come to the Blackhawks. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we'll I talk about that in a second. Watch party. Yeah, I'm gonna give a lot of that shit away because I think I am officially done being a season ticket holder for the White Sox. Oh shit! Are we bearing the lead, Dougie? I I think that might have just put the nail in the coffin today. The magnet, damn magnet, magnet. 
damn magnet. Uh, MVB is everybody that went with me on this uh, big group cruise. Uh, every other year we do a big group cruise, and this year wasn't as big as most years, but we had uh, 17 cabins and about 20-something-odd people with us, and uh, MVB's for those people for uh, it's coming with like me and time. destroying our livers. So in two years, all you guys are going to get invited. So start making your right. I'm down. I'm down the clown. Oh, yeah. All right, Peter, take it home. All right. Um, this is just evergreen MVB. Uh, I feel like I'm doing it every week, and every week I should be doing it. My wife, Julie, um, during our Black Friday sales and stuff like that, she kept telling me to buy a desk. I had been doing 160 episodes on the of the Bumcast from an end table that we had in our old apartment before we moved to the house. Um I did all the podcasts there. I had barely any room. The monitor and everything was stacked up against each other, but it worked. And I mean, it worked fine. Finally got a desk, stayed up late. She helped me assemble it. And I should say by help me assemble it, she assembled it. She does not (laughs) trust me with assembling things. And I know that sounds bad. I, I consider myself handy. I like hanging things, you know, curtain rods, anything else I'll fix. I said, I Fix, I fix toilets, but we currently have a toilet that I need to be fixing, and I'm sure I'm going to be hearing about that, and rightfully so. I should have fixed that already. But she assembled it. It's awesome. It's like Dwight Schrute Mega Desk. I have so much space. Usually, I used to be able to move. Like, if I move back, I'm hitting my bottles. I'm hitting my desk. Look at I have so much room for activities. So much room for activities. I got a monitor. I got a laptop. All my drinks. My chargers. It's beautiful. Yeah. And she set it all up. And she pushed me to do it. She just kept saying, buy your desk, buy your desk, buy your desk. I did. And I love it. I'm so happy with it. So now I'm going to be podcasting every day. No, I'm just kidding, Julie. <laughs> um, and my final, both MVB and Bum of the Week. Um, my MVB is Rockets head coach, Ime Oduke. And the Bum of the Week is LeBron. For this confrontation... That happened um, not a day ago. Soft ass boy, soft ass boy, la bitch, stop bitching. I mean, that made me happy. I, I, it, I, it's a simple thing. Obviously, we've always been Chicago, Chicago Bulls fans, and LeBron terrorized us forever as a part of the Cleveland Cavaliers. But it's also the Michael and LeBron thing. So whenever I see anything like this, I love it. I love that he called him out. I said I love that he called him a soft ass boy. So he's my MVP, and it brought a smile to my face. Hell yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Love I love that video. Um, all right. That takes our show. A couple quick things. Number one, Ju- uh, Janu- next week. Yeah. Um, yeah, next week. I was, I was going to do a lot. <laughs> that's okay. Um, next week on the show, we're gonna, we had all the college football bum of the week. It's a selection show. Everyone was upset about it. So we got our two resident college football um, 
experts to come next week to talk about the the playoffs. So uh, Bruhan, Luke, and Svo will be on the show uh, talking uh, college football with everyone. So if you have questions for them, take a come and join us live and ask them, and they'll uh, they'll give you their hot takes on it. Um, and uh, hopefully they uh, will keep things a little cordial between them. Hopefully no, we no we uh, we saw the college football playoff committee committee you know completely bungle this year's playoffs and i felt bad for my guys foe um it was his birthday yesterday they did a live podcast and i oh my god i'll fix that too um i saw him die ralph wiggum style on his own podcast they were live when they announced the playoff committee and i clipped it so i'm going to show that live next week and i'm sorry for slow but that was good television. That was a good podcast. Uh, but uh, that was tough watching. So we're going to get we're going to dive deep into all of that next week. And as Brian says, yes, they are part of the Sadistic Penguins Network. So be happy. Plug, plug. Um, all right. And then our final. So, yeah, join us next week. And then our final reminder, January 27th, our Blackhawks watch party country club in Wrigleyville. Uh, it's going to be a nice, 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 nice time. Uh, 9 p.m. start time. They're playing in Calgary. We're taking over the whole upstairs where the tequila is going to be flowing. The Malort's going to be flowing. The Shotsky will be shot skiing in and uh, just be prepared for for a, a late night. Uh, and we're going to be doing some giveaways. Dougie uh, had all his White Sox uh you know, giveaways that he doesn't want anymore because he's done with them. Hands wiping his hands of the White Sox. So, uh, if you want some bobbleheads, if you want some jerseys, whatever he doesn't want, he's going to give away. So, um, make sure you bookmark that January twenty seventh, um, nine p.m. Country Club, Wrigleyville. Hell yeah! All right, guys, that's our show. Dougie, welcome back. Uh, make sure you look forward to some of our content coming out as well. We got some whiskey stuff coming up, and Dougie's gonna do some beer reviews. So, uh, guys, thanks for all joining us again, as always. Thanks for everyone who commented, subscribed, like, shared, all that good stuff. We love you guys. We'll see you next Monday. Peace. Deuces. Still going.